Creating paranormal images has been a hobby of mine for quite some time. Occasionally, I stumble upon odd websites showcasing strange photos, and I always wondered if it were possible to get one of my own chops in a book, documentary, or website just by casually leaking it out onto the web, whether they'd be supplements to bogus stories or not. So, let's make a shitload. Monster Crazy! <laughs> Slender Man. There's almost no way you haven't heard of him, unless you're a ghost who died in 2008. But even then, I would imagine maybe someone you were haunting a few years later probably talked about him or something, or you saw him on a TV show that they left on when they went out of the house. But the point is very widespread. The Slender Man is an internet phenomenon that grew out of the forum website Something Awful in 2009, which was the little cold open snippet that's the forum post that prompted his creation and just kept picking up steam from there until it became a piece of uniquely digital folklore. The original post by Eric Knudsen, alias Victor Surge, spawned dozens of YouTube series, several movies, many thinly veiled ripoffs, innumerable pop culture references and appearances, and what might as well be billions of community-created short stories, backstories, pieces of art, and Halloween costumes. And games. And games, too. Pretty much every possible thing that could be about a guy they did about Slenderman. Slenderman became kind of a celebrity, I think. Yeah. Uh, a celebrity kind man. Of, kind of a meme. Yeah. Kind of a meme monster. But welcome back to uh, Monster Crazy. Episode 23. Ooh. Uh, as in 23 and me, as in I just got my DNA ba- test back and I'm 100, 100% monster crazy, Cameron. Or 23, as in three years ago, I was 23. Whoa. That could be what it means. That could be why this is episode 23, I just realized. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. And Slenderman has 23 fingers and toes. Could be. Yeah, we don't That's know. That's the crazy sh- thing about Slenderman is he could basically be anything. Yeah, he's cool. I I mean, I guess we should start off with uh, a discussion of his design, which I think varies depending on what story he takes place in, but there are some through lines. Yeah. Um yeah, the, so visually main main through lines are are tall, thin man, uh no facial features, just just blank face mm-hmm. wearing a suit. A black suit and usually a tie, um, and usually seen in the woods or abandoned places. That's like the most, um, the most cut down to its bare essential slender man. Yeah. Also, like tall as in not just like, he's not like a guy who's like 6'5. He's like tall as in like, I think it varies, but he's like, he can be he like can 13 be very feet tall. tall. Like, you yeah. know, he's, he's unnaturally tall. Although in a lot of the YouTube series that you'll watch that are made by by sixteen year old kids, they are they are a guy who's six one maybe. Yeah, <laughs> sure. What tall means for Slenderman? <laughs> but yeah, I think the idea is he's unnaturally tall, or he's supposed to be. Yeah. If you're um, not a high school kid making a YouTube video, totally. Uh, there are also some designs of him that have like he he has like tentacle like abilities coming from his yeah. back. I don't know if they're like tendrils of darkness or if they're like. You know, like what I mean, like like yeah. I think it depends. I think sometimes they say he can grow like multiple appendages, and sometimes they say they're tentacles. But some, but the yeah, the thing about the the tentacles is they're almost always uh, black, which is like the color Mm. of his suit and not his uh, skin. So it's kind of unclear whether yeah, he's like sprouting 
tentacles under his suit and his suit is like stretching to accommodate it or if it's just something else altogether yeah totally um, i don't think it matters really it's it's, yeah, it's pretty it's just cool. interesting it's just fascinating most interesting i what i like about slenderman is like his aesthetics at least are to me he feels incredibly like he combines alien and ghost to me definitely where like he he bears like he doesn't look like a gray but because i mean he doesn't have any facial features but in some ways he is alien like in that like humanoid sense where he has like he has like grayish whitish skin and he's like you know his limbs are are super long and he's vaguely humanoid but like has this otherness to him that makes him freaky but he also does ghost stuff yeah um so and also that the suit to me is also very reminiscent of alienness because it reminds definitely. me of just, like the it's government men in, and, it's it's men in black yeah totally he yeah i think that's definitely one of the main i feel like that has to be one of the main influences um especially because in a lot of um a lot of slender man stuff like one of his like powers is he can cause memory loss which is also like the totally. like, men in black urban legend thing uh, yeah and we're not talking we're not talking about men in Blast black the the fun movie we're talking oh about- i am <laughs> for the audience who can't see me i'm doing the thing with one eyebrow raise and the other one you're down, doing like, dreamworks uh, face cameron um, kind of like megamind what are you t- <laughs> uh, sorry so, i'm derailing this whole thing with my silliness i'm in a silly mood today but i should okay. be in a scary terrified mood ah! you can't see but every hair on my head just stood up <laughs> um okay yeah no but he there's there's an urban legend that I don't know a lot about. We should throw them on the wheel if we haven't. But I think of, they are. Okay, yeah, of Men in Black, where they're basically a cryptid, I guess. But it's just the idea of scary government people showing up and doing scary shit. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I think that that um this is like like the Slenderman visual design. Um, I'm a huge fan of. Well, first of all, I guess personal history with Slenderman. I was fucking obsessed with Slenderman and like. 2010 sure uh, yeah of through course. like yeah like 2014 or whatever i thought he was the coolest thing ever i would check the the slender man subreddit like every day to like just see if somebody posted anything any cool pictures or like stories about him or whatever but that's my personal background with him i don't know if you so if you were a slender I, fanatic i wasn't a slender fanatic but i thought slender man was really really cool i will say though slender man is what um when I first found out about Slenderman, I was like, okay, like, maybe human imagination is so powerful that you can basically make something real. Um, and yeah. I, it, it sent me down a lot of internet holes where I basically, I started believing basically in the Slenderman and also believing in the idea of tulpas and chaos magic. And yeah. I don't, I don't know that I exactly do anymore, um, in the literal sense, but I do think that the power of belief is very strong. Of course, yeah. I think that, yeah. I mean, this. Is, I guess we'll. I'm, we should definitely do an episode about just tulpas in general at some point. Yeah. Um. But I feel like it's a thing where, yeah, like obviously, if everybody believes in something, then everyone's reality is different. But I also don't think that that you can create a monster like a no a Terminator no. teleport type no, thing where it appears. I, I think so. My my idea with that isn't that like that happens. It's more just that like at a certain point, if everyone is believing in something, like what's the difference? So it, it gets a little bit more. I'm I, I was thinking about it from a, a kind of a meta yeah. perspective of just like what like if everyone believes in something, then like who's like it, it is real then now? I guess. 
Yeah. Regardless of whether or not it walks and talks. Sure. Um, um oh, anyways, but the, back- yeah. The reason I brought up being a huge fan of, like, being obsessed with Slenderman in, uh, 2010 is because I think that, like, Slenderman is, like, a really, really cool visual design, but it's also, like, um, such a, like, quintessentially, like, 2010 design, I feel like. Yeah. Like, um, it's, it's probably, like, I would say that that is maybe the defining, like, horror monster image of that era so you know i i think on a gut level i agree with you but could you speak to specifically what what you feel like tied slenderman to that era aesthetically um yeah i think i think you know what it is i think it's mostly uh the suit um i think yeah well so i think that and i haven't done i didn't do a huge amount of thinking or organizing my thoughts about this before we recorded so i might uh put my foot in my mouth here but i feel like you know like Blair Witch Project, that's what, 1999, um, and then we have, like, kind of, like, a found footage type boom off of that that's associated with, like, digital photography and stuff, and then I feel like the 10 year, 10 years later, the main difference is, um, the, the internet being more widespread. It gets internet-y. It's, it's like, yeah, it's like the same, it's the same, like, like, uh, fucking kind of like societal power where it was all, like, the Blair Witch Project, I feel like, kind of was this thing that was just waiting to happen where it's like, oh, this is a, this is like a perfect encapsulated piece of horror art that could not, that like, it was just waiting to be birthed into the world and it changed a lot of stuff like i feel like just everything tried to imitate it after that and i think yeah, the Sl- totally. slender man is kind of the next imitation of that and i don't even think slender man is as good as the blair witch project no but i think that that's like it that like takes the ball and runs with it and i also think that it's so 2010 to be like oh a suit <laughs> yeah. Ooh, a suit. Uh, ooh. yeah um yeah i don't know but i i think that uh just in general, and and the best part of the Slenderman design, obviously, is um, no face. That's yeah, very very cool. But I also that's the thing about it, right? Is that I think Slenderman's really cool, and it clearly is like a very strong like cultural point in horror. Um, because it also that's like I mean I guess now I'm just keep having these side points, but um, that's I feel like that's also the slender reason the Slenderman is such like a fixed point in um kind of like horror art and stuff is that now it's so much horror art is is you you can trace back to slender man now like there's so much so oh, much yeah. aesthetics of like yeah this like um well, the what what what, what they what do they call it uh what a, i forget there's some word that people on like tiktok call it that that i think is really annoying but like um the found footage uh analog analog horror that's what it is i feel like okay. that stuff is like directly you like can Trevor trace Henderson. that back to yeah, exactly. Like I get like because it's all in the tradition of creepypasta, um, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Slenderman is like the creepypasta that broke it's, through to the mainstream. It's sort of, I think, like the start of in of in the mainstream having horror. That's like the the horror comes from a thin naked man. That, yeah, like, that that is shouldn't isn't where he should be. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's the it's the viral breakthrough of that of that style of horror where not it's not necessarily the thing that originated it or even when you look at it deeply actually all that original even, but it is the thing that everybody saw and it's the reason it's the thing that influenced everybody to do what they did later. You know what totally. I mean? Like I Blair mean, Witch Project wasn't even the first found footage thing, but that's like the one. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah, no. I I mean, I think Trevor Henderson probably is the the biggest example of the of creators of that kind of 
yeah horror absolutely. art right now and like if you look at his like his his claim to fame monster siren head it's honestly i think it's it's obviously it's more updated and more creative than slenderman from a design perspective but there's a com- like you can see completely that it's like the same vein of guy like it's the same type of monster where it's yeah. like and i guess siren head looks like it could do more damage but slenderman has a thing going where like and a lot of these sorts of like analog horror things have a thing going where it feels like the monster itself is not toothy or like really like all that fucked up looking they're just like off and yeah. that's what that's what makes them scary is absolutely and it's the and same unexpected. yeah and they're in the background of photos and stuff i feel like that's mm-hmm. also yeah. the it's Key the element. like para- fake paranormal um compositional thing too i love that watching I think those Slenderman... kinds of youtube videos in like 2012 like yeah totally yeah, just that's like that's just so fun security footage from like a russian prison or something you know like yeah yeah it's all very fake, but like I'd still I would like stay up until like two AM watching like a blanket float around on like fuzzy camera. And be like, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, I scared the shit out of myself with, with Slenderman stuff. Um and yeah, like uh uh Marble Hornets, which we'll have to talk about. That was like the big one, the big YouTube series. Um that was like a Slenderman story or whatever that was found footage that I like you go back and watch and it's like, why did I enjoy this uh but it, I loved it at the time. I don't know. I don't actually. I haven't seen it. Really? Yeah. You should. Uh, I, I. I actually haven't gone back and watched it in a long time. I should check it out. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll like it again. Maybe it's fucking um, sick. Yeah. But anyway, I guess that's kind of a detour. We should talk about. Uh, we do. Uh, we did his, his visual description, and then we should talk about his abilities. I guess yeah. a little bit so before we devolve to- into just cultural talk because that, that's uh, there's so much stuff yeah there's a lot about. like that's yeah. his whole thing is that he's a culture monster but yeah um i guess tentacles or tendrils or whatever that's an ability that he has yeah um he's also he can cause memory lot oh so yeah i guess we should also say that like but being that he is such like a, a community creation and just so many people have made so many different iterations of Slenderman that just like uh so many a bunch, there are so many different abilities that he has in different things that he doesn't have in others. So these are just kind of a list of stuff that he can sometimes have This obviously isn't exhaustive and also isn't always true. Yeah. We just um, wrote a Slenderman story right now where he has eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, and a mouth and whole, a nose. Yeah, I know. It's, it's called Tall Guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's his brother and he won't <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, um, no, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, but so he can cause memory loss in some things. Um, he can also, uh, one that's really common that was popularized by, I think, uh, Marble Hornets is that he causes like video and audio distortion. So if you point a camera at him, your like video feed fucks up and you can't really yeah. hear or see anything on the video. Um, he's also been known to teleport. He teleports around and, and appears in place in scary places. Um, I, I'm just, I have some that I took from the wiki here that I, sure. uh, like, it says proximity to the slender man is often said to trender, trigger a slender sickness, a rapid onset of paranoia, nightmares, and delusions accompanied by nosebleeds, which I had not heard of before. Really. Sure. But I mean, whatever it tracks, you know, he's, yeah. that, that makes sense. Um, Marble Hornets also had the idea, um, that Slenderman had things called, like, proxies, which were, like, human servants, where, like, if people were near him, they would kind of go insane and bend to his will sometimes. Mm-hmm. And either Slender become, cultists. Yeah, basically. Um, and, and also, I remember, I can't remember where, I, I seem to remember from when I was really into him that 
there was something where if you the more you learn about him like the more he's gonna like try and get you or something yeah that that's i i actually think that that is a consistent thing in stories about slender man where like when people start to like fixate on him he starts appearing more until like something horrible happens yeah um, which I really love that. That's, yeah, that's I always awesome. like that. Anything that's paranoid like that is my shit. Um, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just a wide, a wide range of, of different crazy, crazy abilities. Zane, um, crazy loop. I do really like the video and audio distortion thing too. Mm. Um, I think that's very, it's very clever and fun. It's kind of, it feels almost like it's like a, uh, an update of the like, you can't see a vampire in a mirror type thing. Yeah, totally. He he is he's such a uh, a man of his time, Slender Man. Like, yeah, I, you are right that like all of these descri- these descriptions feel very like 2010. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, I don't know how to describe exactly like what I mean, but you, I feel like you get what no, I, like, I it's totally like, yeah. get it. Like also like having a suit. I I, I want to th- try to think about like what else was going on like in horror culture around the time, and I can't think of anything off the, off the top of my head that would like. I, I think yeah, that that's what, it was what like Paranormal Activity was big in two thousand. Was that two thousand nine? Yeah, I don't remember, but it that top that totally fits. Let's see. Um, I think I feel like stuff. What there wasn't that much stuff going. Oh, the House of the Devil was two thousand nine. Well, um, you know, I, I guess. We in in the in the Discord, you guys can try to think of and see if there's any other reasons that we're right about that. But I think that it's true. I think yeah, 2009 I think was like the tail end of the 2000s kind of like quote unquote um, torture porn, where and also like I think probably the tail end of the the found footage and and 2000s like slasher remake thing. So I feel like if I were to like like from outside do a very sweeping uh movie culture generalization i feel like stuff around 2009 was was very digital and rough and also very like like overtly extreme and kind of like uh in your face and gory i don't think there's a lot of subtle stuff going on at the time and that's so why that's... stuff like house of the devil and slender man maybe made such an impact sure i also you know i will say like 2009 is a long time ago at this point, but it's not long enough ago that it's that you can easy. really like, yeah. It's it like, yeah. I think decades and cultural trends like make themselves a little bit more clear cut the further away you get from the time period it happened. So I think we'll be in like when we're still doing this show in a couple decades, we'll be able to come back <laughs> and define this a little <laughs> bit more thoroughly. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm scrolling through movies that come out get that came out in 2009, and I think that. I think that's like, that's, that's like, that, that is the, like, the tale, like, cause yeah, we, it's like fucking like Wreck 2 and like, um, uh, uh, there was one, another one I just saw. Like Saw 6 came out in 2009. Sure. It was so definitely just, like, it was, like I feel this... like gore stuff was starting to wear its welcome a little thin. Okay. The Collector was, was 2009. That, was, that, was that still like a bunch of like, you know, shitty piranha movies or like, you know, I don't know. I don't know if specifically like a movie about piranhas, but just like five kids go to the jungle and are torn apart by mutant fucking centipede. Like, was it like I feel like, like yeah. two thousand four. I feel like, like it's. I feel like like two thousand the the like late two thousands. I feel like is more like um like like crazy guy uh, traps 
you in his house and then uh, tortures you and rips off your legs and arms and cuts open your face and also your stomach and your back and um, cuts okay. you up all over. So and it's up. all filmed on a camcorder. Monster Animals was a little bit earlier. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, obviously there's there's a lot of stuff like mixed in everywhere. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. Well, I don't know if there's any decade that I would say is mostly horror animals, I guess. Um, in my head, I just feel like walking through Blockbuster and seeing, like, when I was, like, little, and seeing, like, new releases being just like, this time the snake is 70 feet long. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, like Anaconda and stuff. Yeah, or, I yeah. don't know. I just, I remember seeing lots of that kind of shit and always, like, really wanting to watch it as being a, a dweeby kid who both liked animals and horrible stuff. But, um, definitely. Any, anyways, yeah, I, anyway, big, yeah, big, that, that's detour. super big tangent. <laughs> but, but I think th- that that does, you know, kind of show how that kind of environment, it would make sense for Slender Man to kind of, um, be really this, successful in that media environment where people are like, kind would of, be alluring. Yeah, exactly. Like people are 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 used to found footage. They get the like the visual language language of found footage. They they see it. They instantly know what they're supposed to do with it. But then this time, instead of like yeah, like a ghost or a a, a lamp falling over or a, a zombie in your face, it's like just a guy standing far away. Um, which you that know, is for, that that is cool. I like that. Yeah. Um. But it, yeah, I I would say that I guess looking at stuff like that is is kind of like pseudoscience because you can't you can't there's so many movies that come out every year um, yeah and also but, it's not uh, like uh, cultural palettes for things like that isn't all movies yeah absolutely yeah but, we don't know what we're talking about but slender man's cool slender man is is cool af um he was created or we'll just go into some more details about him he was created in a a, a f- forum thread on something awful um called let's make paranormal images on june 10th 2009 um and that was the little the prompt that i read as the the cold open thing was the the thing that that prompted him and i and and victor surge the guy who created him originally posted two black and white photoshop photos of a you know, a faceless slender guy in the background of of these pictures and he had two um these two quotes that he wrote under them that the i'll read out these are like the original lore of slender man um quote unquote the first one is we didn't want to go we didn't want to kill them but it's persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time um and then the other one is one of two recovered photographs from the sterling city library blaze notable for being taken the day which 14 children vanished and for what is referred to as the slender man deformities cited as film defects by officials uh fire at library occurred one week later actual photograph confiscated as evidence so i think slender man he's kind of a pennywise figure initially yeah you know he's got he's, he's he got, targets children he makes children kill things and stuff he does disasters and he has some psychic ambient effects yeah this is very this is very pennywise this is very um the well i forget his name the fat kid at the library looking yeah, at pictures no, of totally pennywise is. in the books um it's exactly yeah it's the same shit and it was like someone was trying to create that scene but for slender man yeah absolutely um and then throughout that that thread, uh, a lot of other people. Well, Victor Surge contributed a lot more photos of him and lore of him. They kind of built him up, and like uh, so a bunch of um, other 
people also kind of like added on um but some like some persistent pieces of lore that it's pretty funny that like fool people really often is that they created they said that supposedly he like he had um cylinder made existed in german folklore and there's like an old they posted pictures of this like 16th century wood cutting that supposedly showed a knight sure. fighting slender man and it's uh, it's fake it's not real of course um but like people cool. it's funny what i watched i was watching like youtube videos of like like um like interviews with the slender man creator guy and like the comments are like it's so funny there's so many comments that are like this guy says he created slender man but i know he's still real didn't you see he was around in 16th century germany and there's a picture of a knight fighting him it's like See, they made the thing that is is like 12 year old me would have been like yeah i yeah. mean like of, of course he's real yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely no yeah. i wanted to believe he was real so badly too um yeah no and i think that that like um that kind of like that through history thing is also a pennywise thing but that's totally. a really i think that's a fun lore a fun lore thing for for uh, a monster like that now, to also, give him a very mythological feel. Totally. Especially given that he wears a suit. Yeah. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I, as far as I could tell, um, his, uh, his intentions are somewhat unknown and mysterious, which I think also adds a layer of like subtlety and, and mystery and intrigue to him as a monster where it's just like, I, it seems like he's just a freak who wants to show up and be weird. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he, yeah, he definitely, you don't know. He's very, it's very mysterious motivations and kind of was no, no, yeah, you can't tell what he wants to do. And I like that that's like, not only is that true about him, but it's also very clearly visually represented just by him not having a face. I mean, that mm-hmm. literally is, means no emotion, no nothing. Yeah. It's, he's, his face is not an open book. You can't read anything into him, um, no. just visually, I, even without actually, knowing I the like, quote-unquote lore. Plain black suit is uh, plain black suit playing into the Men in Black thing plays into the same thing of just like it's it's a representation of of a nobody of a John Doe, uh, like it's like someone warped a John Doe. It's an it's an everyman, it's an any man, but it's like a you know yeah, definitely. He's a blank slate. Yeah. Something I was thinking about um, a lot, too, when I was, like, doing research was uh, just why um, having no face is so just uh, just instantly you recognize that as creepy or scary, a human head with no face. And something I was kind of, like, reading stuff about that. And, I mean, it's uh, most of it is, like, you know, it's pretty obvious why. It's like, oh, it looks like a person, but it doesn't have a face. That's scary. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, totally. But, like... Somebody posted a picture of like a side by side of like uh like a, a picture of a person and they but they just have no face like Slenderman right mm-hmm. versus that same like general picture but instead of a, a person it's just a silhouette that's all one color sure. and it's like just the fact that yeah you look at one of these pictures and you perceive this as oh my god this is scary this is wrong this is creepy and then the other one is like there's oh it's strong a picture ba- there's strong I, backlighting yeah there's nothing. I don't, I don't care. Um, even though they're like, 
you know technically the same effect or whatever but just how strong a difference it is like they're really if you look at p- two pictures like that side by side i would rec- I, i'll maybe i'll see if i can post one of the define those pictures and post them in the disc- discord because it's really interesting because you really can feel like looking at it like this one makes me feel revulsion and this one doesn't affect me at all in any way i think it's because a silhouette exists in real life i mean you you can like you can see a silhouette of somebody walking in front of the, like, you know, walking in front of the sun. Um, and your brain can still, like, assume that there's detail there and, like, a face and, and, and normalcy and fill in the blank, essentially. Yeah. But if you're brought in the full detail that there should be a face and there isn't, yeah, absolutely. it's a, it's a horrifying realization. I, yeah. um, I also really quickly did want to go back. I, I think before I didn't, I hadn't conceptualized this and I already sort of said it, but I think, what I really like about Slenderman is he is in multiple ways from a design perspective, a representation of, of like an identity list figure. Like he is John Doe in that he has a yeah. blank face and just a plain suit, which are like two incredibly nondescript pieces of clothing or pieces of clothing and, you know, facial yeah. features or lack that it's, he's a blank slate, but then to make him be stretched, and um also just appearing in random like farm photos and woods and places that that someone in a shoot suit wouldn't even be anyways like if you just saw a businessman walking around in the middle of the ozarks you'd be like okay what's going yeah, on that's like, slender man yeah exactly but i what i think that what makes him so successful to me is that he's a bastardization of a concept where the concept is just the identity list, the John Doe, the whatever, the the mysterious figure, but then you're warping it and making it a little bit demonic in some way, in the sense that he doesn't have a face and he's stretched, and yeah. so like, it, it reminds me of just like I remember I was reading somewhere about what like Stephen King does with his villains, where like a lot of the times it's it's he just takes a concept and makes it like scarier where it's just like Cujo is just, what if your dog was bad? The shining is yeah. like, what if your dad was bad? Like, mm-hmm. it's just like a lot of the, a lot of horror comes from like relatively simple concepts that you then Definitely. twist. And, and I, I think, think th- yeah, I think the important part of those things too, and, and Stephen King especially is it's even more than stuff that's like normal or simple. It's also stuff that's like close to you in your life. It's like everyday stuff. And so I think for this, John Doe and the everyday stuff could just be anyone you don't know. It's the fear of a stranger. It's, yeah, it's, he, yeah, he's the archetypical stranger. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's, so he is already with, with the suit and the lack of face, a stranger. And then now he's stretched and out in the woods. So it's just like, it's the alt, it's the mega stranger. Yeah, absolutely. It's the, the, the boss of all strangers. He's the strangest. He's the strangest thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I think that's, I was, I hadn't like fleshed that thought out before, but I think that is what, why I've always thought that Slender Man was a really cool concept. Yeah. That is, that is, um, I, I think I totally agree. I think he is just like, yeah, he's the Ur stranger or whatever. He's the ultimate stranger. And also that's what's so like, that's, I think why the whole idea of like, oh, as you, learn more about him he is going to come into your life is um so scary and and unnerving too is because yeah he's this stranger um that you cut it's like the it's like the do you ever i used to get really scared um when i was a kid that i would look out of 
like my kitchen window i live on the second floor and just see somebody standing on the street not even that i would like just seeing just seeing any person there would have scared me so bad i just had a fear that i was going to see a person there and that's scary already i think just looking at your window and just seeing a person a lone person kind of just standing still waiting but the idea that once you see this person um that give they are going to keep come they're going to keep appearing closer and closer to you and more frequently i think is is that's the one thing you don't want a stranger to do no to- <laughs> exactly you want them to uh, to to leave you alone or become your friend but not do any not of the be uh, slender man <laughs> no do not if you're a stranger do not be slender man yeah. um also i this is probably very dumb are are the endermen in minecraft based entirely yeah. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. They well, are based on, on, I, I always thought that it was a clever design concept that looking at them made them freak out at you. Cause that's very yeah. similar to Slender Man's thing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, um yeah. And so I said we were going to bring it up, but, uh, the, I would, the main, so Slender Man, uh, kind of like triggered a bunch of ARGs. I don't know if you know ARGs. Um, Arr. I think. <laughs> augmented reality game or something uh something Mm -hmm. like that but it's those game it's those that thing where like someone will post youtube videos and leave like clues and you have to like and a community will like search to find an answer like uncover the meaning of the videos it's all very cryptic it was like a big that was another uh big like kind of 2009 thing i feel like um but there were a bunch of those that were the big main one and also probably if not the first one, very, very close to the first one, was Marble Hornets, which is a YouTube series that was made by these guys where it's about um, this guy. I think this guy dies and he leaves behind some tapes in a box and he was like working on a... Um uh, like a, a film project, but you can see through his like documentary footage, Slenderman keeps appearing. And well, in Marble Hornets, they don't call him Slenderman. They call him the operator. But, uh, then the guy who finds the tape starts to gradually become obsessed and it all just like, it's all spirals out of control or whatever. But, um, that Marble Hornets, um, uh, began, they started it. So the, the original like Slenderman forum post was June 10th and Marble Hornets started on June 20th, 2009. So there was only 10 days between like the original creation of Slenderman and these guys being like, we're going to make a series about this. Um, but Marble Hornets really was, I, captured their imaginations. Yeah, very quickly. Um, but that, it was instrumental, I think, in a lot of the like lore of Slenderman, like, that that they're the ones who first did the like audio and video distortion thing um i think they did like people they did the whole thing where like people will go crazy and serve the slender man there's like a bunch of a bunch of stuff um like that that they just kind of created and i think that um there's you know a lot of like slender man media has been created uh but that that's kind of that was the first the first spin-off of a trillion spin-offs um, sure. so i think it bears mentioning yeah, I mean that makes sense. I I was not aware of those guys, um, which is kind of crazy given that like I've liked Slenderman for a long time. Did you ever play any of the in-browser Slenderman like games where you had a flashlight? Yeah, Slender. Yeah, yeah. That was. I think that's the one. That's the one that everyone. That's probably. I would guess is the is the like touch. Like I, I bet if you asked a random person what Slenderman is from, they would say it's from that game. I sure. feel like that's the one where everyone knew about Slender so Man. I, I think that's maybe how I was introduced to Slender Man, and then immediately was like, what is this? Yeah. And, and that's when I fell down a Slender Man hole of trying to figure out like more about him when I was you know, younger. But Slender yeah. Man, 
Slenderman is really cool. I also, I think, be, finding out about Slenderman at an age where I was more easily convinced that he was probably real is, um, made it a more Im- Im- impressionful. That's not, I know that's not a word, but <laughs> I, I was, uh, you know, I was more, um, yeah. yeah. I was more impacted by it because I basically was like, this is probably real. Yeah, I have a very vivid memory. I looked it up, and and that Slender, the eight pages, that game that everyone played, um, came out in 2012. And I have, like, a pretty vivid memory of, like, that game coming out and me, like, having already been really into Slenderman and being like, oh, now everybody's going to be into it. Oh, they don't know. (laughs) They don't know about all the stuff like me. Gatekeeping Slenderman is is really funny. funny. (laughs) Yeah. But, hey, I was right. Yeah, no, you were. I because um, I think that was probably the downward spiral after that game. I would say of Slenderman being sure. cool. Well, um, I mean, I still think he's cool. So. I still think he's cool, but also, you know, it probably has more to do with how old I was rather than any actual change. But I feel like after that, um, he it was I, too saturated. I also don't think that we've had as viral a monster. Um, I, I like. I think we have to give props to Slenderman for like being a, a community creation. I don't think we've had as popular uh, like an organically growing uh, monster yeah. in, in, in the recent past. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, people latched onto to Slenderman like crazy, like insane. I feel like that that probably the most one of the most latched onto monsters um, totally. of the past, however long. Um, I do think and, people people have been latching onto Siren Head to some extent, but not yeah. n- not remotely like Slenderman. No, yeah, Slenderman was like is like crazy, huge, huge um, tidal wave of like Slenderman fandom and interest. And mm-hmm. I mean, they tried to make movies of him over and over. They all flopped. They all sucked. I mean, they made a bunch he, of video he makes games. The, he makes the shit like <laughs> yeah, he ruins your cameras. Yeah, you can't do that. Um, but speaking about it being like kind of a collective creation. Uh, I have this thing that I was reading about how, like, a lot of... I guess there's a debate um, a debate about Slenderman in the academic community where sure. um, a lot of... Where some people are like, this doesn't... this does, Slenderman does not count as folklore because he was created with the intention of being, like, um, this... He, like, was created with the folklore baked in, kind of. But then other people... Um, who I think I agree with are like, no, he is folklore because he was created and then passed down in like oral tradition or yeah, in this also, case, like, like fucking who cares? Tradition. I mean, like, what are they talking about? I feel like yeah. some, the first guy who was like, did you know that in these woods there's a headless horseman was not yeah. like, I hope no one catches. No one thinks this is sick. I sure hope no one thinks it's yeah, a tight, yeah. scary idea. Like, yeah. But so they're like this, this person, um, Shira or Shira Chess uh, had like pointed out that uh, who's like a uh, uh, a scholar of some kind um, says that the the reasons that Slenderman counts as folklore is that is a collectivity meaning that is created by a group of people rather than a single person even though you know it's kind of created by a single person but I think it's fair to say that it was created I don't the think current it, form is created yeah. by a group of people um, variability meaning that the story changes depending on who's telling it different people mm-hmm. give him like different attributes totally. or different abilities um, and 
performance, which means that the storyteller's narrative changes to reflect the audience's response. So it's, yeah, it's a thing of like somebody like tells one story about Slenderman and they're like, oh my God, that's so scary. That, this part was really scary. And the next time they tell it, they, the next creepypasta they post, they emphasize this point and they're changing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It morphs he really and it evolves. didn't have a face so much. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, it, I think I totally agree. I think it is like, it's digital folklore. Um, yeah, and why shouldn't there be? Like, why, why, if anything, like the the utilization of the internet at the at, like at this scale would just like it doesn't make the folklore less less legitimate just because it spreads more easily, you know? I, I yeah, I, it, it pisses me off when when book nerd types try to get into semantics about something that I feel like is very Occam's razorable where it's just like this is clearly folklore I don't know why you need to like yeah it's just the world the way the world works now no people don't sit around a bonfire anymore old man yeah go back to the, they, the paleolithic do, era that is cool to sit around a bonfire and tell scary stories but it just doesn't happen as much we sit around yeah. the warm glow of our iPhone 12s yeah Sending emojis um, to each other. <laughs> I love emojis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also, so I have a, a list of influences from Victor Serge, the creator himself. Who, these are like specific influences that he cited of what was going through his head when he created Slender Man. Um, so we, I'm going to run through these really quick, and I think they're pretty much what you would expect. Um, but he says, I was mostly influenced by H.P. Lovecraft, Stephen yep. King, specifically his short story, specifically The Mist, um, the surreal imaginings of William S. Burroughs, and a couple games of the survival ho- horror genre, Silent Hill and Resident Evil. I feel the most direct influences were Zach Parsons, That Insidious Beast, the Stephen King short story, The Mist, the Something Awful Tale regarding The Rake, reports of so-called shadow people, Mothman, and the Mad Gasser of Mattoon. Have you heard of the Mad Gasser of Mattoon? No, that sounds cool. I had not either. Apparently, um, there were in the 1940s in Mattoon, Illinois, uh, there were oh, there were more than two dozen separate cases where somebody people would report a strange smell in their homes, and then they would suddenly like then they would have weird symptoms where they'd have like paralysis or like throw up or stuff. Uh, that's that's horrible. That sounds that sounds really scary. The Mad Gasser of Mattoon. Was it like a guy? Was it like it was a domestic terrorist, or was it like just a thing that happened? They described the gasser as being a tall, thin man dressed in dark clothing and wearing a tight-fitting cap. Oh, so it was it was a guy. Like it wasn't just like there was a terrible gas leak in Illinois and that inspired. Yeah, like, uh, there were also sight. I guess there were sightings of the guy, but also there were some where people would just smell stuff and then get gassed. I guess I don't know. Man. I didn't read that deep into it, but it seems very interesting. Yeah, um, we, that that I will want to look that up at some point. Yeah, um, definitely also, do some reading. I don't know. So this is one of those situations where I don't know if I f- discovered that if I had this thought or imagination or hallucination as a kid before or after I knew about Slenderman. But when I was younger, uh, like pretty young, I don't remember how young. I, I have grandparents that live in Arkansas, and I'd stay in their guest cabin, and I'd. I was I was pretty freaked out of the woods because I'm a I'm a little city kid, um, mm-hmm. and I still I like the woods, but like you know it gets spooky there. I was in the guest cabin all by myself, um, and I either imagined or saw, but I think what happened is that I like basically got very scared by myself and thought I saw something, but I I used to be really scared of this idea of like 
of shadow people, but they were like really tall and thin and they didn't have slender man heads. They, they basically looked like if you made Patrick star, like completely void black and really thin and really tall. Yeah. Um, and I just used to like, I had imagine a dream them, about one of those one time. Really? I used to imagine them just darting around in the woods out there and like playing and looking at me. And I like got really scared. And, um, I don't know if I, if that happened before or after I knew about slender man, but my point being is that you the mention of shadow people being an inspiration is very interesting just because I feel like demented, strange, thin people from an extra planar area is a scary thing in people's imaginations always. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, and I mean Mothman too. Is yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's, that, yeah, it, it makes sense that these this is just like the exact list of influences that you would expect where it's like yeah a like it's it's obvious it's based on cryptids it's based on like spooky eerie silent hill stuff that appears in the mist or whatever it's based on the mist um and then like hp lovecraft some unknowable thing that's watching you that makes you do things that keeps appearing and and is kind of you can only talk around it and then also william s burroughs i don't know (laughs) i don't know exactly what uh, what part of William S. Burroughs influenced him? I think he might. I think he might be a sued. Um, I think I might hate him. Just kidding. Uh, no, I, it, 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 another influence was um, the Tall Man from Phantasm, which uh, also makes sense. I think you can guess. I don't. You know what? I don't know that I know the Tall Man from Phantasm. Uh, he, he's, he's just a tall man, but the name and he wears a suit and he's like kind of this extra dimensional being. Um, Phantasm's a cool movie. Uh, but I wouldn't say, I would say the tall man isn't, is probably most in name similar more than. Okay. Yeah. The the tall man also, he, yeah, he's not even that freaky looking. He's just He's cool. He's freaky. Is he? If you watch the movie, I don't want to say, I don't want to spoil nothing. All right. But he's pretty cool. Regardless of what we were just saying, um, about the tall man, um, I, I guess it's really not surprising that Slender Man has those influences. I guess it's a little bit disappointing that it's not like a more interesting story of how he came up with the Slender Man. Like it came to him in a weird dream or something. Yeah. But, no, it seems too, too like perfect of a, of an encapsulation of like a breakthrough to just be, Oh, I just thought of this, but that's, it makes sense also. No, it is, yeah, no. It's, it's simultaneous. I think the reason that it is so, it was so widespread and so successful is probably because everyone looked at it and was like, oh yeah. Cause yeah. one guy just made it. It was like, oh yeah, this and then made it. I, I also, I think that, um, before Slender Man, I don't think that tall thins as a trope were as, um, prevalent. As no. a sca- for a scary thing, like you know, like the the flute playing woman in the 2017 it. Yeah, yeah. I like, think tall thin stuff definitely it definitely existed, but I would agree yeah. that um that it's not it was nowhere near the level that that Slenderman put it at. Um, I also think that suits were also kind of already a thing. Um, but. I uh, I don't I think that they also kind of got a boost. Well, the interesting thing about suits, I guess, is I, I I before I said like um how the audio and video stuff is kind of like 
of modern update of vampire i guess a suit is kind of also a modern update of a vampire thing too totally he, he there's some vampiric elements to slender man a little bit yeah also, i didn't think about contr- that before mind control like that's yeah that, um that was the, i i took a class about like um uh gothic fiction um oh that sounds we, like, like a sick class about, about dracula and stuff um and one of the things that stuck with me most from that class is the teacher it was the professor being like um you know like like everyone visualizes uh dracula with a cape and whatever and they think you think oh a cape that's like a dracula thing it's a crazy bat thing but you know back then people just like people just wore capes like that was just what he what he happened to be wearing no he was Um, just a guy it was just that's just a fancy outfit yeah. Um, and I get that is kind of the same thing, I guess, where the Slender Man, that is just a suit. It's a fancy outfit. Yeah. Dracula was a good book. Yeah, um, Dracula's sick. That's, that's off topic, though. We, this is an incredibly tangent where it's almost like an outside force is like, like making us for, brains. Yeah. forget what we were even talking about. Yeah. Um, something, I guess there, there's too many different kind of depictions of Slender Man to talk about, to, talk about them separately but there is one interesting one that's worth looking up um which is the slender man movie from uh 2018 which supposedly sucked and i don't doubt it a slender man movie in 2018 yeah, does not sound bad. like it would be good but their design is pretty interesting um basically they make him look like wooden like there's kind of like wood grain like like a tree trunk across yeah. his face and body and also his suit um, is less of like an, a suit and it's more like these like kind of like gills that look just look like a, they like suggest a suit. Like it's like these layered gills that look like a shirt and tie, um, okay, but it's what not I, actually a suit. What I will say that I like about that is I love it when um, an organic thing creates the suggestion of uh, of a different thing. I don't know if that was very clear, but like... No, definitely. I know exactly what you mean. Like that makes it so much freakier because it... it it makes it so much more clear how much more other Slender Man is and that it's whatever Slender Man is, is like trying to mimic something, but not completely succeeding. Like, yeah. I, I love that shit. There's also, um, I will say you should, I'll, I'll post one or two of these with the, um, with the Twitter on Twitter with the episode, but you should Google Slender Man 2018 concept art because they do the concept art did his tentacles in a really cool way. They kind of give him these, uh, they're like branches, but like a, just a ton of branches that come off of his arms. And it looks, I, I think very cool. Oh um, yeah. That looks and I think odd. it looks cooler to me than just random tentacles coming off his back, which again is, I think one of the most 2009 design elements. I, you can I actually, something. I, I don't like the random tentacles coming off of his back, which yeah, is, uh, yeah. I, I don't think he needs them. I think that he definitely like, doesn't because I don't think that slender man is like, uh, my conceptions of how he gets you is not really super brute forcey. Like, I don't think he needs extra tentacles. He can control your mind. Um, but no, I, I also, I really like this interpretation of Slender Man as being like sort of made of wood just because he, he's so frequently seen in like wood settings that him he's just a, yeah. being like a dark wood spirit, like is a really cool idea. I, I really like that. Yeah. Um, I also really like him being a, a wood thing because that totally, or like a forest or woods woodland creature because that's yeah. also that's a hunt that's totally that's just folklore stuff shit like that's the headless horseman that's like 
Bigfoot. That's whatever. You know, that's everything. Forest is scary. Forest is um, scary. I, you know, he, uh, these, these pictures of him, like, in the woods, it, the, the concept art, like, did you, did you see Over the Garden Wall? Yeah, I love Over the Garden Wall. Yeah, uh, it's great. But uh, he, the beast does not look like him, but the beast is honestly sort of a similar idea. And I wonder if the beast would, as it did, ex- as it existed in Over the Garden Wall, would exist the same way without Slender Man's influence. Maybe, but maybe not. <laughs> Kai's question. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't the, know. The, I th- okay, the thing is, is, I feel like the beast from Over the Garden Wall shares attributes with a, like a, a lot of a lot of the, the styles of art that I've seen come out of like Slenderman like found yeah footage. I, yeah, I, don't know. I could see that. I think I think to me like the important thing. I guess the important point to me about Slenderman being so um, culturally significant is not that he really is like I think he's really unoriginal um no and I don't that I don't even mean that as a bad thing um mm-hmm. but I think that there's like very clearly like like people were doing creepy pasta shit for like a long time um even before Slenderman and uh it's yeah I think it's the one that I think it's the one that broke through to the mainstream and I think because of like I think that there's a lot of stuff that you could look at and be like, this is influenced by Slenderman. And a lot of it clearly like is and couldn't be anything else. Um, but I think that also there's a lot of stuff that is just also just in the same tradition as Slenderman. Um, that makes sense. I don't, yeah, I don't know if that's even a d- distinction that really matters that much. Um, but I do, I do feel like what is so, that's what makes Slenderman so interesting to me as a cultural point is not that like, like I feel like they're like maybe the like the xenomorph might be a good example where that's something where like that was like that was like one guy's vision like that was like and it's yeah. being like so like, instead boom, of this and it's just like it being... changed everything but that's like that's is like the the high point that like the last point on a build up it's the last domino you know what I mean yeah no this is more like a symptom of a, of a cultural revolution as opposed to a spark for a cu- cultural yeah. revolution it's just something that was already happening and this is the Pikachu that came out. Yeah, exactly. That's a perfect way to say it. The Slenderman Revolution. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no, I, I actually, I completely buy it. And also, I think part of it is that Slenderman, like, base level is a pretty cool, like, I, there isn't a lot going on there design-wise, but be- there's just enough coolness and creepiness, but accessibility, because, like, when we read where where the, the inspirations were drawn from, like, he is this sort of mystic- mysterious-looking figure, but it's it's not so eldritch or weird or whatever as to be, like, inaccessible to people. Like, people are like, oh, look, that's a creep that I kind of, like, understand the vibes of from a lot of cultural things. You know, it's, it's a... Yeah. It makes sense that it would be a representation. It has everything you need without being the most unique. Yeah. I think that also, I think that him, I mean, in a second we should, I guess, move forward because we we talked way longer than I expected. But I think also, um, the, uh, something that's interesting about him is I, I would say that probably the, like, his, his first, you know, kind of appearance is the purist. It's just a tall, thin, creepy guy with no face. And then over time, he, he, now he has tentacles. Some people show him with like an open mouth with sharp teeth and stuff. And I think that that is also such a, a symptom of him being, the, him being this community creation where, um, just like, yeah, I, I think people eventually are like, okay, uh, he's not scary enough. I'm going to add something. I need mm-hmm. to add something to make him scarier and crazier. And I think it makes him less scary, but it is fun totally. to see how it's morphed over time. 
um, and how stuff has gotten added. I um, completely agree. I I just texted Cameron a, a picture of Slender Man to scare him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I guess there's there's one main thing we have to mention before we like wrap up, which is sure. uh, Slender Man the the Slender Man cultural craze of kids getting obsessed with him and convincing themselves that oh yeah he oh my was god real. i forgot about this yeah reached yeah. a pretty horrible peak that is um very tragic and and sucks of course but i think you you can't not mention it when you're talking about slender man um which is that two in uh in wakisha wakisha wakesha i don't know change your town name uh wisconsin on May 31st, 2014, two 12 year old girls stabbed, um, their classmate 19 times who the classmates survived, um, which is good. Uh, but they claimed that the reason they stabbed their classmate is because they wanted to become proxies for Slender Man. They, they had read online that Slender Man would control people to kill, uh, people for them for him and they were like i want to do that i want to be slender man's servant and they tried to kill uh someone in their class which is crazy yeah i gotta say that's that's the craziness like those little girls should be on monster crazy as <laughs> monsters that, that, that's not slender man's deal i mean leave slender man out of this he's fake yeah i mean i think it's i think it's one of those things where yeah clearly these uh two girls were obviously had some had some shit going on i don't think that any I don't think that Slenderman is that is that good a monster that you'll read a creepypasta and try and go kill someone if you uh don't have something else already going on. No. Um I think it's I think that a lot of the 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 talk about this is a, is a similar like kind of satanic panic thing of like your kids are reading is reading are reading scary shit online and there is a lot of scary bad shit online that your kids shouldn't be reading. Um but probably but, will anyways because yeah. we've all been there. Um but I don't know. I, you know, I think it's very easy, like, for the young mind, especially when, like, I, I got, like, I got a computer in my room, like, my own room and my own computer when I was, like, 11. And yeah. it was just plugged into the internet. And, like, no one was checking up on my bedtime. So, like, I just got to surf the web until yeah. like three in the morning every night oh and, my god the stuff that i looked at back then yeah no like you you and combined with like if you're already sort of an imaginative child or traumatized by something like not i'm not talking about myself here but i'm just saying like it's very easy for a kid to think stuff that they're seeing online is real and yeah. it's also even like even not being a kid it's easy to like work yourself up into a tussle about stuff you see online so like into a tussie i don't know what the right term is but um i don't know i understand why those girls would like they're 14 i understand why you would get like worked they're up into 12 thinking, 12 okay well i understand why you would that you even more understand why you would like whip yourself into a little psychological frenzy thinking that Slenderman's real when there's a whole bunch of these stories that are specifically written like it was yeah to try and yeah because that's how that's how like the format of creepypasta stuff is it's written intentionally like it's real to try to make it more scary like so easy to convince yourself it's real like um but yeah you should never just like kill someone because of that <laughs> no you should you probably shouldn't kill people no um, so that's i just that's think i, I just think it yeah it's so crazy i think that 
Well, I guess we did bears. I was going to say that Slender Man might be our first monster we've covered that has claimed a real... Oh, I guess it didn't even claim a real human life, but nearly claimed a real human life. But I think bears have Slender Man beat by a whole lot. By a huge um, margin. Yeah. But anyway, I think that also this was kind of the... Uh, kind of a little bit the downfall of... So I think people stopped... stopped uh, the Slender Man fever kind of died down a little bit after this. Um, there was... Uh, I mean... People, not that like people were like, I can't like Slenderman anymore. He, these girls did something evil because of him. But I think that the cultural craze definitely died down a bit to the point where uh, a Marble Hornets movie came out the year after, and it got horrible reviews. People were like, this is cashing in on the on the like real life case that was very highly publicized. Um, yeah. And then you know, yeah, of course, the Slenderman movie came out in 2018 and bombed. Um, and I think that 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 kind of covers, you know. The rise and fall of Slender Man. Yeah, I think that's the death. I think the 2018 movie is probably the death of Slender Man. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see. Wait, Cameron, what's that behind you? Oh, that's my friend. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, his name is uh, Sl- Slender Man. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Oh, whoa! I have a guy here too. It's short and and fat man. <laughs> <laughs> squat man <laughs> yeah squat man and he also really has like he has he has so much of a face yeah i have plump man here <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of slender man is also horrible just like a guy with exaggerated facial features who's perfectly oh. round and man and very yeah, I don't loud like that either yeah and likes to get up at the front of the pictures <laughs> yeah he doesn't he doesn't appear from far away at all no and if you if you if you take a picture or video of him it's it's automatically at hd <laughs> yeah it's in 4k just up yeah close. you can see every all, one of his pores all yeah. of his all of his acne that goes down his yeah. neck Ugh. <laughs> all god right. i hate him he's got well, so much hair he sounds disgusting yeah i'm yeah. not a fan of of him and he's dressed all he's dressed down he's dressed not in a suit. Yeah, he's naked. Yeah, he's naked as fuck. He has a loincloth. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I guess that's Slender Man. Um, do we want to spin the wheel of Monster, well, sh- maybe? Should we, should we rate Slender Man first? Oh, fuck. We, I, I completely <laughs> forgot. I, you have to kick me off the show. I'm so angry. I won't do that because I'm generous and nice. The and one thing, the only it. thing that it's required that we do every episode, I forget to do it like half the time. I, you've just done, you've forgotten to do it like twice. I don't think I don't that's think, half of it. Uh, that is true because we've had two episodes. Um, okay, well, I, I'll go first. I will give Slenderman seven. N- no face out of ten. I think he's fine. I think. I think that I I think he's pretty cool looking, and I think that his mystique is cool, and I think the concept of otherifying the other already is pretty cool. But I think after our conversation about him just sort of being a wave in a tidal wave, or I don't know, just being the face of a bigger scary movement in in culture, sort of made me. I, he's solid you know he's real solid and yeah. i like him seven is not bad i don't think i need to justify why that's not like seven solid he's cool yeah i think i'll i think i'll go eight um nasty tentacles that sometimes are there but sometimes aren't um out of ten uh i'm i'm still a fan of Slenderman. i think i wouldn't like him as much if 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 he if Slenderman was a design that i saw today i would be like i would do this 
jack off motion. Yeah, can't. kind of. I'll be mm-hmm. if anyone. Yeah, I know you can't see me, but it, here I'll make a sound. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Um, but I think that yeah, it's is even even with it. Yeah, even with him being kind of like a domino in a line of dominoes. Um, I think it's it's still significant. He still at least had a. I was very interested in him for a while, so I, I can't. I got. I got to hit him with the eight. I think he's a cool, a cool living representation of the idea of a of a found footage cryptid thing. Yeah, um, no, he's he's sick. Yeah, he's very he's very cool. I like him. I hope he doesn't uh, kill us. Now that we did a whole entire podcast episode about him and learned about him. Yeah, I, I think I don't even remember what we were talking about. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Um, all right, let's spin this freaking wheel and see what yeah. monster we're doing next week. All right, I'm going to spin it now. Here we go. Babies and children as monsters. Yo, yo, that was actually recently suggested as a thing. Yeah. Um, Kai actually told me to add that to the wheel last week. Um, so that uh, now we know the updates work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but um, sick. Yeah, so well, that'll I, be, I guess, more of a discussion type episode. We'll figure it out. Yeah, but that will be cool. So we're not doing anything from a specific thing. We're just talking about the trope of like babies or kids as freaky little fucks. Yeah. Um. And then I have a I have a quote from the uh, Slenderman creator that um I will I would like to read to end the episode that I think mm-hmm. maybe all of our monster our fellow monster fanatics can take to heart. This is from Victor Surge, the creator of Slenderman. Anyone who wants to make a monster or anything, just don't think about it too hard. <laughs> Wait, there's a second part of the quote. Yeah, but I think it's a better quote with just the first part. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Um Alrighty. Well, thanks everyone. Wait, what's that? Ah no. <laughs> no just Me too. Ah. ah we're just we're just goofing. Alright. I'm not I'm, kidding, I'm dead. Oh my god. Alright, you guys all take it easy. See you next week on Monster Crazy. Bye.